RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And today I'm going to be chatting with one of my dear friends, Chef Anthony Santos. And before I bring on Anthony, I just wanted to share with you guys about the wonderful event that I went to this past weekend, which was the Tampa Oyster Fest. I had such a great time. And again, if you guys listened last week, I was actually speaking with um frameworks of Tampa Bay. I had Jeff on here and he was talking all about this wonderful organization and the Oyster Fest, which is an annual event. And I highly encourage you guys to definitely, if you live in Tampa Bay, make sure to go next year. It's an annual event. It's wonderful. From the moment that I walked in until I left, you could just feel the energy and just just the love that everyone had. They had some incredible teenage volunteers that did such a phenomenal job putting everything together. I got to try some raw oysters, you know, some char-grilled oysters. They also had a low country boil. There were some barbecue there. And I got to see a few familiar faces. There was one that was very unexpected. Um, My friend of almost 20 years, her husband happened to be there. His company actually um, does you know, high-end audiovisual and TV installations. And so they were there putting together all the TVs for the event so people could enjoy football while while um, enjoying some oysters. They had a couple different bars. Of course, I didn't partake in the alcohol, but I was really jealous watching everyone enjoying their beverages with their oysters. But it was just a great time, and I highly encourage you guys to go. I really plan on getting involved with Frameworks of Tampa Bay in 2023. I just love everything that they they represent and what they stand for, so I'll definitely keep you guys posted if they have any events coming up. But just, just wanted to put that out there, and I'll definitely remind you guys next year. So, Anthony, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm doing good. It's it's always nice to talk to you. So are you ready for, I mean, we've only got a couple of weeks left of 2022. Yeah, I know. Literally flew by. And I, I say it every year. I'm like, man, it was this year went by so quick. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for next year. Um, got a lot of new stuff going on and um, want to definitely do better than this year for sure. Yeah. No, I, you know, I have to say the same thing. Um, You know, every year I go through the same thing. I always say, okay, you know, it's new year, new beginnings. And then I always find myself, you know, never really making changes. But I have to say, it took me a little bit. Um, It took me until actually September to make a big change in my life. But um, over the last three months, um, I don't know, a lot of people who follow me have kind of noticed I've really just, um, I've grown so much in the last three months than I think I have in the last like five years. And I can honestly say for the first time in forever, I'm super excited about 2023 and I'm really putting things into place this year. You know, I'm the queen of, Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then, you know, I get sidetracked with other things and distractions. And I think I'm on a much better path right now. (laughs) Definitely. So yes, I'm Super excited for the new year. Now, do you have any any holiday plans or anything that you'll be doing? Um, not this year. As far as like uh, doing like a private event, um, I'm doing a couple catering though, um, and some private dinners this week and next week. Um, but no like 
private dinner just for like a holiday event. And then um, personally, I'll just be relaxing during the holidays, mainly. Yes, uh, same same with me. I, I still don't really know what my schedule is with my kids. That kind of dictates how we spend Christmas. Um, they usually are with me one day and their dad another. And, you know, one thing that like I grew up with, um, my dad, we always would go to some really good friends of ours that were like family. We would go to their house for Thanksgiving and they would come to our house for Christmas Eve dinner. So my dad always did the traditional feast of the seven fishes. And I haven't had that in so long. And I was actually just talking with um, Frank Scatino, who's been on, on my podcast before, the owner of Cafe Chibo in St. Pete. He does every year, he does a, a very limited um, menu offering for Feast of the Seven Fishes on December 23rd and 24th. So if you guys are in Tampa Bay, definitely check it out. It's um, basically $60 a person. And it includes a sampling of seven different types of fish along with dessert. And then, of course, he's got a fantastic wine selection. So I'm kind of thinking about That's me. That's a good deal. It, it, you know what? It really is, um, especially with everything that you get. But it would make more sense for me to go out and enjoy that than to, I mean, if I were to spend all that money cooking all that at home, it's just for my kids and I. So right. kind of Better a no-brainer. time. Yeah, because... That's how I feel. Sometimes I feel that I work so much. I mean, for you, cooking is obviously, I, I love it. I really, really do. But sometimes I just want to have somebody do it for me <laughs> right? and just enjoy it. So, so yeah, I'm thinking about, about doing that. Um, but I always, on Christmas day, I always cook. So I'll probably do something fun and get creative. Uh, last year I made a pumpkin pasta it was a pumpkin cream sauce and my kids loved it. I mean, they ate every last bit of it. So it was actually a recipe I got from a girl I follow. It's actually a mother and daughter duo up in Philadelphia. And they're, they're amazing. They do such great recipes. It's called Daniela's dish. I share a lot of their stuff, but they do amazing, amazing dishes and they have inspired me. I've, you know, I've probably tried six or seven of their recipes over the last year and they always come out fantastic. So yeah. One of my favorite things about Instagram is being inspired. <laughs> yeah. So what, like, what about you? Like when you're getting ready to put together, you know, like a private dinner or an event, like how do you get inspired? Yeah. More like, uh, as far as like the creativity part, right? Like the, like it's yeah. the growing that and making that bigger. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. So all my dinners, all my events, um, it's mainly for like the client. So what I do is I get to know the client more. I'm like, Hey, listen, is there any foods you've been wanting to try that you haven't had in a while? What's your favorite types of foods? What foods are you allergic to? What foods do you not like? So once I gather all that information, mm -hmm. then I create the menu best for them. So, you know, a lot of people see my menus and they're like, you know, Hey, your menus are okay. They're not like crazy intricate. And it's because I'm going with the client wants. Right. I don't, if it was my way, I would make the menus super intricate and, you know, about maybe seven to eight different ingredients per course. But people in Tampa that I currently cater to, they're more simplistic and they like it more of just done well and presented well, mm -hmm. more just of how it looks and how it's plated and 
that's another specialty of mine. It's just how I plate the food. You yeah. know, I, I used to hate restaurants. So I would just throw food on a plate and give it to the customer when I used to work in the restaurant biz when I was younger. So I was like, if I ever do this myself, I'll make sure this looks gorgeous yeah. before I sent it out, you know? Especially nowadays. I mean, every, you know, the phone always eats first. And I remember a dinner that you did, and I forget the name, because um, remember it was at the Mexican restaurant across from Armature Works, which closed, unfortunately. Yeah, they're gone now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a nice little uh, omakase open up in there. Oh, okay, yeah, I heard that. But that... So I remember I, this was of course, one of those times where I was on some, I was actually working with some company based out of LA that has this like, it was like a three week fasting type thing. So I was like, you know, I'm very disciplined. So I was sticking to their, their program so I could write about it. So I didn't get, I went to your dinner with friends and I watched everyone's plates. I didn't actually get to try anything, but you had that 24 karat gold steak that was just phenomenal like everything looked amazing and i just took pictures of everything <laughs> yeah i still look at that dish um from time to time mm -hmm. just because of how it was plated and it's really pretty um i just didn't like that you had to spend like a thousand dollars to eat gold on a steak so i was like you know what we just got hit with the pandemic mm -hmm. places are shut down i was like everyone deserves the best you know so i that's what inspired me to put that dish together and create it and with a red wine sauce garlic confit cooked for hours it's just a great combination and then you know a nice truffle mash to to give you a start and just a light veggie mm -hmm. so it's a really good dish so till this day i still serve that dish sometimes i just tweak it a little bit some clients don't care for it uh, some people do want it um but yeah it's there's no flavor to actual gold it's just, it just costs money. So mm -hmm. you just got to factor that in into your food costs and, and go from there. But yeah, that was a, that was a really good day. I think I did like $8,000 in yeah. sales and it was just off my Instagram and it was like a month of preparation. Like people, people know me and they're like, man, you must cook all day. And I'm like, not really like 90% of my time I'm organizing, marketing, I'm doing like a lot of that on the back end. And then when I'm actually like cooking for clients, I'm really fast at cooking. Mm -hmm. So I can actually cook for like an army of people really quickly, but really and truly the work is the marketing because without marketing yourself, you don't get clients. If you don't get clients, you got no sales right. and you can't cook, mm -hmm. can't get to that end result. So a lot of the work that I do is really a lot of the back end stuff that nobody sees that it's not glorified on Instagram, you know, but it's the work that it takes to get to that end result. Exactly. Exactly. You know, one thing I was actually going to ask you about, because this is something that I've kind of noticed basically from Instagram, I, you know, obviously I follow a lot of different food ac accounts across the country and it seems that people are starting to lean more towards simplistic dishes with less ingredients and more flavor rather than doing all these intricate things. I don't know if you've noticed that, but like for me personally, a year ago, two years ago, whatever hot new restaurant was opening in Tampa, I felt like I had to be there. And I constantly would find myself getting let down. You know, I, there was a place I went to, everyone was you, talking you about and me, it. You and me both. Right. I mean, you, I'm not crazy. Know, I don't right? have to spend my money at a restaurant. <laughs> 
Well, you, know? you can do like, it I yourself. I can cook it myself. <laughs> yeah. So I go, all right, let me, let me donate to the cause, you know. And then I go, and I'm 99% disappointed. The only places that I've been like, wow, this is great, and I haven't been like everywhere, so please no one get upset, but Noble Rice, Roca, and Pond. Super mm-hmm. amazing. Really yes. good. I've, I've been to Roca. I actually went there with um, the owner of Cafe Chibo back in the summer, and we sat in the kitchen and did the chef's table experience and it was fun. I mean, I have never really done anything like that. So we were literally in the middle watching everybody. And it was just, it was, it was different and it was exciting. And like for me, you know, I had to really take a break from like photography because in the kitchen, it was different. The lighting, it was like, you know, very bright. And it wasn't the same as if I was sitting in this like beautiful dining room. But the experience was really just I highly recommend anyone, you know, doing that because I sat there and I, first of all, of course, their kitchen was immaculate, but every, everything just ran together like such a fine oiled machine. And I just sat there just mesmerized by everybody. It was really fun. And the mozzarella cart. The, I kitchen's, think. the kitchen's clean. Guarantee mm-hmm. you everything else is getting done. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. stuff that, the stuff that first, like a guest sees initially, like the bathrooms, if they can see the kitchen, the kitchen, if that's not clean or it's not organized, guarantee you your recipe is probably not going to made right. Right. And it's probably going to take longer. Like, you know, so you can just tell when you walk in a restaurant. When I, I used to be a regional manager, so I used to manage like six units and they were totaling $18 million and I was in charge. And if they didn't increase in sales, I was fired. Mm-hmm. So like I was taught to walk in a restaurant and within the first like 10 to 15 minutes, I had to see what was wrong with the place because if I couldn't catch what was wrong, then the customer is going to catch it. And then um, my ass is on the line, mm-hmm. you know? So I had to catch it first before the client does. So just like you said, kitchen was clean. Food was immaculate. Like literally I love that restaurant. I went to Pont, I think their first week opened and mm-hmm. uh, I went there like really late at night and food was really, really good. I, so I, I haven't definitely, been there yet. <laughs> it's on my list. Food, food's amazing. Food's really, really good. Well put together as far as like the way it's plated, the way the dish is constructed. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of thought behind everything. So, well, you where, know, people. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say people see food when it comes out and they think it's just magic and poof. But like they don't understand like how much work goes into making that one dish. Imagine making that a hundred times a day, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Where now that's in Midtown, but where is it in relation to like the other restaurants that are there? Cause I, I was just there two weeks ago and I didn't it's see it. It's on its own. It's kind of like away from everything. Okay. It's on the corner. Um, so it's in a good spot. Okay. You have to like do a U-turn to get to it though. Um, but regardless, I don't think people are, you know, pulling up right to the front. I think people are parking. They do have valet, but, um, but yeah, it's really easy to find. It's not like hidden like the other spots. You kind of like go around. You can see okay. it clear there. Yeah, great at, location, great yeah. decor, amazing decor, amazing decor. Yeah, well, they definitely spent a lot of money in that spot. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I've seen you know some people posting about it, and I mean, I've always I, I love Olivia, of course. You know, on Swan, on Swan, yeah, another great one. And then yeah. another once place- you're established like that in Tampa, mm-hmm. you, you can do very well. Yeah, I, I've seen that too. Have you tried Bare Naked Kitchen? Yes, I have. 
Yeah. I, I went there for the first time, oh gosh, probably about two months ago. And it, it was different, but I, I really enjoyed it. I have to say, I they brought me so many different things to try. So I was a little bit overwhelmed because I was by myself. But yeah, I definitely want to definitely want to try it again. But yeah, like I, I was just saying, I really feel though, sometimes I love going out to places like that. But lately, I've just been a little bit more low key. And I'm really, I've actually planned out for literally almost the entire year of 2023 I'm picking every weekend to go visit two or three different places. And I'm not talking like expensive restaurants. I mean, I'm looking at places that have been around for a very long time that maybe I've never been to, or like, here's an example, Ivoroni Steakhouse. The last time I ate there was 2004. So I'm like, that's a place I just want to go try again. You know, I'm just trying to look for places that you don't hear about all the time that have been around in Tampa for a long time. And you know, so I'm going to have fun with that. Just really revisiting some places that, you know, have been on my list for quite some time. So if you have any recommendations, you can always let me know. Always down for that. I mean, if, if restaurants that have been around for a very long time, I would definitely go visit because, A, they've been paying rent for years and years and years. So <laughs> right. they're obviously doing something right, you know. And uh, it's the new ones that, like, it's up in the air. You never know. But they're also going to be the cleanest and they're going to you know, try to do their best, but it just, at first you got to just wait a little bit, at least a month before everything gets organized and caught up. And then, um, obviously there's some good spots here too, but I feel like you've been to a lot of places. So I I know you mapped out your year, but like you, you haven't been to any of these places you're going to 2023. Um, it's a combination. Some of them have been just a very long time, but like noble rice, I've never been there. So I put that on my list because if try I the, don't try the milk bread, okay, we'll be like, oh my god! All right, I will do that. Yeah, I have just and the a Torah. And the Torah. Okay, yeah. What, now let me ask you. Okay, so I want to ask you about Indian food because, so my son is a very picky eater, and he. It's funny though because he no longer eats red meat or pork. He only eats chicken and fish. And he sometimes he sh- he he just like shocks me because I'll spend all day making dinner. And then he's like, I don't want that. And it's something that like my daughter will just eat everything. So he's very finicky. And he actually requested, we went to Flames Indian Cuisine, which is over by Dats in South Tampa. I had not been there in several years. I mean, it was good, but I had a lot of people were telling me, try this place or this place. So I wanted to see if you've been to any Indian restaurants because, I mean, he loved it. So I'd like to, you know, kind of continue down and taking him to these, you know, different types of cuisines to really, you know, explore his palate a little bit. (laughs) Does he have a favorite Indian dish? He loves curry, anything curry. So, I mean, I think he just had curry chicken, but he'll, you know, like I said, he'll, he'll, he's, you know, he'll do Have you been to the Indian restaurant in uh, International Mall? No, but I've walked past it several times and I've wondered, I've heard... The decor is is really well put together. They have like an LCD screen that just like has colors just fluctuate on um, on the top above their bar and above the tables. And then there, as far as chairs, it's like velvet and your silverware is gold. So I mean, they definitely spent some money in the place. And the food, definitely phenomenal. They make me butter chicken. It's not even on their menu, but I asked for it and they make it. Mm. Um, and then a lot of their menu items are just really good and it's super authentic. 
So okay. I'm, I apologize. I don't know the name exactly. I'll look it up, but I can't do both. Talk and do that. <laughs> no, but it's okay. Literally, that restaurant, 10 out of 10. I know exactly what you're talking about. About um, It was right around Halloween time. We went on a work field trip to a, the Buccaneer and uh, Ravens game. So everyone, we had some people from out of town. We all met at International. We went Spice to the, the pub. Okay, that's it, Spice. I remember walking past it thinking, I yep. need to try this spot. Yeah, okay. Spice Kitchen. Okay, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, there, I mean, I've, and I can't, like I said, I've got so many places on my list. I started just, you know, putting things in my notes on my phone. If I ever see somebody on Instagram that shares something, I don't care if it's in Brooksville or Dade City or anywhere, because I will definitely drive out that way. But yeah, so I'm trying to. You should do like a plan. tour. You should do a tour. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You really should. You should just start in one area and work your way around and find like the best like places that people just drive past every day. They're, they would never think to go in there. Yeah, and then you're posting about it, and then they're seeing how you know either amazing the food is, or you know I wouldn't post a place if the food wasn't good. But you know, um, definitely I've heard of some good spots in Brooksville. There's some good spots. Have you been to the Black Pearl in Dunedin? No, no, but I've I've I I know that restaurant very well. Also, um, the Restorative in Dunedin. That's another okay. place I've always wanted to go to. I know one of the owners, Cricket. See? Dunedin has some good spots. They do. Really does. In fact, um, Dunedin and Safety Harbor, they both have places. I actually went to Creative Loafing's, their highball whiskey event, which was last week. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. And it was in St. Pete. It's basically a cocktail competition. So local restaurants, you know, they feature their specialty cocktail. That was hard for me, you know, not drinking, obviously. But I went just because I support, I work with Creative Loafing a lot. And there's a place, Pisces Sushi Bistro. I don't know if you've ever been to it, but they're in Dunedin and they have, I mean, I'm a Pisces, that's probably why. And back in California, there was a restaurant called Pisces that I loved in San Mateo, which is where Tom Brady's from. And I always loved Pisces. It was one of my favorite places. So I thought I have to try this one. And I have to say the staff from that place were some of the nicest of all the restaurants that I met at that event that night. And I just briefly talked to them. You know, I said, I don't want you to think I don't want to try your cocktail. I'm just not drinking right now, but I definitely want to come and try the food. And they were so friendly and you could just see like the passion in their eyes and they talked about their menu. And then what I love is cause you know, I have my little puppy now there, you know, Dunedin is very dog friendly. And they told me they even have a dog menu. So I'm going to take my little man and we're going to go to Dunedin <laughs> probably um, the weekend after Christmas. Spend some time up there. Have you, know, have you noticed how busy like every single restaurant is? Yeah. And what, what is going on with that? Because staffing. No one's cooking anymore. And we're just overpopulated with everyone that's come down over the past year, two years. Mm-hmm. So literally it's just a lot of people. And like restaurants that I know, like it's not that great. They're our weight. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow. You know, um, I just wanted to point that out. Like it's, it's absolutely crazy. You could just have your own restaurant doing whatever. And I think you would be very successful, you know, like yeah. anyone could at this point. Oh no. I, I think the I demand know. For, for more restaurants are needed for the amount of people that have moved here and populated Tampa. 
Yeah, I've I've noticed that especially. I mean, just driving. Obviously, I I deal with traffic every day. I my friends joke and they're like, "You're like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde." Because when you drive, you turn into a completely different person. I mean, I am literally cursing everybody out because I I hate I just I I hate driving anymore. But um, yes, I've noticed that, and even Publix. Every time I go to Publix, I cannot find a place to park, and the deli is just the lines for people getting subs and sushi and fried chicken. I mean, it's just, it, you're right. I mean, I have noticed that. I thought, I'm glad I'm not the only one, but yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I have as, to Tam- say. as Tampa grows, as Tampa grows, more restaurants are opening. I, I would say maybe another two years, it might even out. But right now it's just every restaurant hour away, hour away, hour away. Well, I just, it's like, wow. I just don't see it really lasting that long, though, because everything, you know, crashes eventually. I'm not trying to be negative. It does but wear off, right? It, yeah, things do. That's why I just think it's important to, you know, for restaurants, just, you know, really put your heart and soul into your food. And it doesn't have to be super fancy. As long as it's good, they're going to keep coming. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's how it is for me, you know. Yeah, literally, I would, I would do anything to have my own restaurant. I can't have it financially. So whenever I go to a restaurant and I see how, you know, poorly they're operating, I'm just like, I would do anything to have this and they have it and they're just not caring. And it just blows my mind. Yeah, no, I see that. Oh, that's, that's what, that's with everything in life though. I see that a lot of people take things for granted and yeah, that's just, uh, in fact, uh, it's kind of a little bit off the topic and definitely another podcast conversation, but <clears throat> excuse me, that's one thing I have to say that just kind of with this year coming to an end and, you know, I really have taken the time to just take inventory in my life. And I, I made a list of, okay, who am I in communication with every day? Like, why am I going to all these influencer events that are like an hour away. And I had to really stop and look at everything. And I realized that I was kind of like a hamster on a spinning wheel. And I was doing so many things that weren't really beneficial to me. And once I stopped saying yes to everything and also like certain people in my life, I'm like, let me see if I just don't reach out to this person. Let's see how often I hear from them. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And I am enjoying having a very, very small circle and just spending more time at home and just focusing on myself. And I have to say, I've never been happier. It's, I'm, I'm loving it. I wish I did this a long time ago, <laughs> but Hey, you know, got to start I've been somewhere. A long time. And, uh, all I can say is, is I think this year you finally put yourself first Mm -hmm. and now you see the rewards. Your, your personal page has increased followers. You're happier doing these posts. Mm -hmm. It's not dreading. You're more motivated. You're taking care of yourself. It's manifestation. So to everybody listening, you know, definitely don't, you know, uh, take my word for granted. I'm not an expert in life, but I will say once you put yourself first, just everything around you just slowly gets better. Yeah. You know, what's funny is like, I'm learning. Well, I mean, I'm doing it now, but I struggled before, which is saying no. And I would like inconvenience myself just to make somebody else happy. Cause I didn't want to disappoint anybody. And I realized I mean, I've been doing that for years. And so last week, a friend of mine, she invited me to a networking event and I was really excited about going. It was just in downtown Tampa. 
should have only taken me 15 minutes. Well, I, I live, you know, South Tampa. I'm literally 15 minutes from downtown, if that. There was a hockey game that night. And so normally, you know, just to save time, I take the Crosstown. Well, that wasn't an option just because um, with traffic and everything. So it took me just going Bayshore, which still shouldn't take that long. It took me 45 minutes to go a total of six miles. And as I got closer to where the event was, just because there was a hockey game and parking was just not available, you know what I did? I left. I didn't even go. I said, you know what? I've had a long day. I'm hungry. I don't need to do this. I mean, is my friend going to be disappointed? She might be. But why am I going to stress myself out and, and pay $20 to park to go in and meet a few people? It's just, it's not happening today. It's not meant to be. And at first I felt really awkward about it. And then it was like when I went and I got out of that mess and I went to go eat and I sat down, I thought I just did something for me. And it was like the greatest feeling ever. And of course my friend wasn't mad. She understood, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's crazy. It's so liberating when you just do that. (laughs) When there's a hockey game in Tampa, you absolutely cannot park anywhere downtown. I was trying to go to Harpoon Harry's Mm -hmm. to get some seafood and I literally had to park two blocks down so like now I have to walk, you know, which is fine. But it's like, how good is this place that I'm going that I have to spend my money and go park somewhere, pay to park, walk far, you know, like four blocks crossing the streets. The lights weren't working. Cops were, you know, um, moving traffic. So it, it just, it's just, is the place good? Is it worth it? You got to put yourself first. So you absolutely did the right thing. And I think you've been doing that like lately. So just be consistent next year. And I feel like next year will be a year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm long overdue and I, I'm definitely ready for it. But yes, I am. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, 2023 and, you know, really taking on some new challenges. That's my whole thing is I want to, you know, just do things that scare me. That's kind of what my plan is for the new year. You know, there's a lot of things I get nervous about and I just want to do it. Like swimming with manatees yeah, is something I want to do. What's that? I said, if it scares you, it it makes, it makes you stronger. Yes, that is very true. And one thing I just wanted to share with everybody listening, because you know, as we are getting close to the holidays and it's, you know, I do on the side, like on the weekends for extra money, I do a lot of grocery deliveries. So I'm out at the stores quite often. So that's why I see how busy things are and just, I, I just noticed like the rudeness and just people just going and buying all this stuff and it's just, again, it's, this is nothing new, but it really is a time to stop and just really think about, to be grateful for what you have and think about all those people who don't have what we have. And, you know, it's the perfect time of year. I mean, every day is a good day, but just do something for somebody else and don't be selfish. I mean, I just, I see it every day and, and that's one thing I'm just, um, I've really kind of unfollowed a lot of people on social media just because I feel like, everything they do, they, it's just all about them, all about them, all about them. And I'm just getting, I'm just more drawn to people that are compassionate and that are actually, they may be successful at what they're doing, but they're giving back. And it's so important. And I, I just, I can't say enough how important it is to just to give back. And I don't know if you heard, I mean, I just heard this today. I didn't really know who he was that well, but the DJ for Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, he committed suicide. 
And I know who he is because he's always oh, happy. Yeah I, saw that yeah, I mean, and everyone was saying they had no idea that he was struggling. I mean, he just seemed so happy and entertaining. And it's just, it's, it's just, you got to stop and remember that you don't know what people are going through. So just. Yeah, be nice to everybody because be you kind. don't know their life. Yeah, be kind. I know. When, whenever someone like at the store is rude to me, I just smile back. I don't get upset because yeah, I know. Their life sucks. Yeah, but they could, you know, like I've had that happen where I've been really upset with something and I like, I mean, my kids are a per perfect example. Like, you know, there's been times where, you know, I've got bad news or I'm stressed about something and I just kind of project my negative energy on them. And it's like, for what? It doesn't do any good. So that's, it's one thing. I mean, I'm not perfect and I'm learning, but it's just, you, you just got to realize that sometimes, you know, people are going through things and it's just, you know. Just take a minute. Just be for mindful. For me, it's more like, for me, it's more of like I keep getting bumped into. Like people forgot how to walk. <laughs> I'm in grocery stores a lot, you know. Yeah. What I do, I source products all over the place, and just people just do not care. Mm -hmm. They will literally just like it's it's ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, definitely be nice and like, please slow down. Yes. Like I can't tell you how many times I've been shoulder checked in a, in a Whole Foods. That's not cool. <laughs> well, even even just driving. I mean, I am. Um, I'm. My son is learning how to drive right now. I mean, he's 16. He's. I feel bad. He's had his permit since April, and he's you know anxious to get his license. But like, I'm terrified as a mom because just being out there on the roads and after being in a car accident recently, I'm just. It's just I'm having a hard time letting go and letting him drive. So we spend a lot of time. Like I let him drive around in South Tampa, and it's like I just. I'm extra cautious, especially being a passenger and watching people. And I just see so many people going like 45 or 50, you know, in a 35 zone. And it just, it's just scary. I mean, there's kids, there's pets. I mean, you just gotta be careful. I saw a lady the other day, the back of her car, she had a, a big sticker on her back window and it said, slow down, you killed my child. And it's just like, you know, it just really made me think. I mean, it's just everyone is in a hurry to go nowhere. Like people will speed up and then they hit a red light. It's like, okay, did you really save time? No, you didn't. So just like I said, be kind, take your time. Don't be in such a rush. Enjoy life. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> well, anyway, well, Anthony, thank you so much. I am really excited to see what 2023 has in store for you. And I got to make it to one of your dinners. I do. For sure. You definitely do. I will. And let's go out and eat. Let's let's go someplace where I've never been. <laughs> yeah, totally down for that. All right. Well, you guys definitely follow Anthony on Instagram. And Anthony, how can they find you? You can just type Chef Anthony Santos on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I don't post as much on there, but I just I share what I post on Instagram. Um, Facebook is just Anthony Santos. And then... I'm going to be starting a streaming service soon. I'm going to start streaming and I'm starting my own um, podcast, but I'm calling it the main course. And like uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to cook my, like people I have on the show, like their guests, I'm going to cook their favorite meal of all time, have them compare it to what they've had in the past, and, you know, ask the hard questions and really talk about life. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Well, yes, thanks again. And to everyone else listening, thank you as always for all your support. I've got a couple of giveaways that are ending in the next 
five to seven days on Instagram, and a lot of them are nationwide. So be sure to follow me at Tracy Forks Around Town. You never know. You might win a gift card to Amazon or Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. I've also got some great local stuff. So be sure to give me a follow and check those out. And guys, don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Have a delicious weekend, everyone.